0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Herridge here with your daily VRA investing podcast. A bit of a rocky day, at least in the Dow Jones today, as the Federal Reserve had their FOMC uh, meeting conclude today, Tuesday, Wednesday meetings, followed by uh, Chairman uh, Jay Powell's press conference, which typically have been, been a little bit of gaff prone. We saw some of that today as well. Uh, kind of bringing back some of the old uh, j Powell we really don't like to see very much. I'll talk about that more in just a moment. Tip at the market, real quick. Dow Jones finishing down 164 points, right at the lows of the day at 33,820. Uh, the rest of our indexes did much better. Uh, Nasdaq was down 39 at 14,051. S p 500 closing down just three points at 4183. And our only uh, index up on the day. It was a Russell 2000, up uh, three points, about a tenth of a percent today. So actually a pretty quiet day. Uh, the markets had rallied back as Chairman Powell spoke. The Dow got to only down minus 40 points. NASDAQ was up 30. Things were looking good. And then Jay Powell says the following, yes, there is froth in our equity markets. And then he came back a second later and said, yeah, stocks are a little frothy, a little bit frothy. Uh kind of reminded me of Alan Green's fan from 1996, just as the dot-com melt-up was beginning to kick off when uh, he, used the, he uttered the famous two words, irrational exuberance. Of course, uh, <clears throat> the markets didn't like it very much, but then the NASDAQ only went up for another four years, averaging better than 100% gains per year. So uh, a little frothy. He's probably not wrong about that. I think you could say the froth is in other markets, like these... Uh, Non, non-fungible tokens, NFTs, certainly some in the cryptocurrency space. Uh, and I guess we've had a pretty good run in the market since uh, the, the, the depths of coronavirus insanity last March. So I think calling it a little frothy is, is probably pretty accurate. We'll give him an aid today. He did a pretty good job at his press conference. We don't think there'll be any lingering side effects from his comment. And he also committed today, and the Fed committed to continuation of everything they had in place, uh, rates remain near zero. No changes there. They're still going to be purchasing 120 billion dollars a month in asset purchases. They call it assets. They print, they print, they print money with it. <clears throat> fiat currency costs them nothing, and then they're able to go buy anything that they want today. That includes a lot of U.S. debt, a government and mortgage-backed security debt in the 120 billion dollars a month. But that is a pretty good gig if you can get it. Uh, some people might call that counterfeiting. Uh, but, uh, but uh, hey, you know what? Bully for them. Right now it's working. The markets are going higher. The economy is recovering. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll fight that other battle for another day. Uh, let's take a look under the hood today and see what we saw because the internals today – oh, I want to mention one more thing today uh, on our uh, 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 corporate earnings because, again, they just continue to crush – it's, uh, the, the information I'm going to repeat here today is from our friends over at uh, uh, the, um, the Earnings Scout. Uh, and they say, this is through yesterday afternoon, 180 S&P 500 companies have reported earnings. 87% have beaten estimates by an average of 19%. 79% have beaten sales estimates on 8% growth. And finally, and this is what we consider the big one, Earnings per share growth for the S&P 500 so far has averaged 45.8% over first quarter of 2020. As great as these readings are, folks are going to be even better. Even better when we get into a second quarter. So that's kind of our bogey. You know, we're long and strong here. The market looks very healthy and it's based on liquidity and corporate earnings. The two primary factors that move stocks higher and lower. Under the hood today, we've got uh, again with the Dow down 165. Th- these, this, is, this is nothing but a big win today. Uh, positive across the board for all of our internals. Advanced decline, solidly positive. Uh, not two to one positive, but solidly positive. Also today, volume, this is where the win came in. Big, big win today. Again, Dow 165, volume, two to one positive, NYSE. Uh, just just under 2 to 1 positive in NASDAQ. That's very significant, we believe. Also, continue to see great strength in new 52-week highs and lows. Came in today at 494 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 45 hitting new 52-week lows. And our sector watch today, that we had... One second. Refresh the screen here. Also today, it's interesting... Even with the Dow down today, 165, uh, the VIX, today, the volatility Index, down 1.5% to 17.2. And the 10-year note now falling further still, the yield now is 1.62%. Uh, so I think Jay Powell answered a lot of those questions today. In our uh, sector watch today, we had of our 11 S&P 500 sectors, we had five finished higher, six finished lower to the upside led by energy, big move higher today, Energy up 3.3% on oil's move higher. I'll cover that in just a moment. Communication services up 1.2%. Financials up 3 tenths of 1%. Not much on the downside, really. Technology down 9 tenths of 1%. Healthcare down 3 tenths of 1%. In our commodity watch today, gold today, kind of a quiet day here as well. Gold rallied, uh, closed up $3 an ounce at $17.81. Silver uh, down 9 cents an ounce at $26.32. Copper hovering right at 10-year highs, up $0.02 cents a pound today at $4.51 a pound. Oil today up $0.81 cents a barrel at 6372 And finally, Bitcoin is putting a, a, a fairly decent rally together here late in the day, uh, trading right now at 56326 That's up $1,500 on the day. What I think is significant about this, and it may be very significant, is that the SEC came out today. And said that they were not—they're not going to make a decision on Bitcoin ETFs until their June meeting. June of some point—that uh, was not a positive. Bitcoin got hit slightly on that news and then began to rally. Investments that sell that go higher on what could be perceived to be as bad news is very good news. It's not the news that matters most. It's the markets or the stocks or the bitcoins' reaction to that news that smart money investors pay attention to. Folks, as always, appreciate you being here with us. Join us full time at vrainsider.com. Again, vrainsider.com. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.